For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. 5 and 0. Oh. I mean, do you really have to say anything else besides that? Not really. That says it all. I mean, I think that kind of speaks for itself, right? You would think. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Coming on after a win, a big win at that in LA against the Rams. Game boss. How about, how about you get after it first? How many you got? Who you got? Ball goes to um, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yes, I like the game plan. He understood that you, 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 you got Aaron Donald. You got this defensive front that can put a lot of pressure on a quarterback that can cause a lot of havoc. So he sort of just took him out of the game by getting the ball out quickly, allowing his quarterback to get the ball into the hands of playmakers and make some plays, manufacturing enough points. Uh, to allow the defense to do what it does. So game ball goes to – I'm going to give one to the coach. I think he had a really good plan coming in. I'll start there. Your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to stick with your coach theme. I'm going to go with Salah. His defense, once again – I mean, we can give him a game ball every single week, but I think his defense, once again, showed up and showed out. You talk about no third down conversions – you talk about holding the Rams under 100 yards passing. Uh, so I'm going to go with Salah. Now, see, I'm just going to go to the guys on the field with this one. So I like that. Good, good call. Good call. I, I know that's, that's the sexy thing to do right now. Uh, and, hey, I'm, and it's, I'm bringing and this sexy is, back. And indeed. this is going to sound funny because I just said I wanted to give Kyle his ball because I, I really thought offensively he had to figure out what to do to get some points on those guys there because they have given up a lot. What t- how are you going to confuse them? Uh, defensively, I'm putting it to the boys on the field. Salah had a good plan. He's had a good plan. Um, but guys have to execute and make plays. They're making plays on defense. They, they, are, they are truly making, play, making plays. You don't, you don't hold teams to consume yards, no yards, negative yards gained. Uh, that. The way they control those guys, that's players out there making plays. So paint one up for the defense, the entire defense. Just paint one up. Everybody on defense. They, they were playing some of that cat coverage too. I I, I heard uh, Mark Schlereth, he was calling the game. He mentioned cat coverage. Almost fell out of my yeah, chair. Mark, said you know, lot of stuff. Mark <laughs> also said that Aaron Donald was the greatest football player ever. So he, stop oh, it. Multiple times yeah, so he, just, he said yeah, that. So, so just stop. Yeah, I, I, I like I, I like Slurry. I, I never heard anybody say Kai yeah, Kevin's like, inside. I like almost fell I out. I like bro. Stink. Um, you talk about the guys, just just the entire guys. I, w- I want to single out uh, Eric Armstead. I think he was phenomenal. Numbers might not necessarily show it, but I think he he was he, he was continuing to create havoc out there oh. on Sunday. Um, he was steadily in the backfield in golf's face. Um, he graded high. When you look at you know some of those national reports of PFF and things of that nature, so I'm gonna go with Armstead, the the, the former offensive lineman, um, former basketball player. Dude is just an athlete, you know. He, he well, that's what you have up front. Period. If if you look at the defensive front, you have a lot of big, destructive, um, strong 
players. That's what you have. You look at the linebacking core. You have a lot of you have a lot of um, rangy, nasty, fast, you know, players at the backer position. And then the secondary. I mean, they're long. They're athletic. They're smart. You have to have the players around you. That's why I'm really not singling out anyone on the defensive side of the ball. And I'm just saying give give one to all of them because of them. you don't play defense at that level without everyone doing their job. And we can go through and we can single out. I, I bet we, we can pick any I mean, player. you can go anybody on that defensive you, line you can to go, start. You can, go, you can go defensive line. You can go secondary. You can go linebacking crew. And I guarantee you if you look at any player – start to finish, you're going to see where they did something great within that game. That's the only way you have that type of performance. It, it has to be an overall crew. It's not just one guy that's going to stand out because the only way you're going to make your plays is it's the whole greatest football player ever thing, no such thing. The only way you're going to make your plays is for the guys around you to be getting it down too. So those are our game balls. This is our post-Rams Coverage here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. Coming up on the show, a full remodel earlier uh, <laughs> this week. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, we'll get into to, to some of the offense and what they were able to do inside the Coliseum against uh, the Rams on Sunday. Struggled a little bit, did they? Was that caused by the, by the, the, the Rams defense, or was that more just kind of self-inflicted wounds by this 49ers offense? When we previewed this game and, and you said – this one is going to be on Kyle Shanahan. Um, a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, you, 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 you kind of put on the coach. It, it is his job. Yes. But you, you go into an environment uh, in L.A., which ended up being a home game, you know, in, in part for uh, the 49ers. As it should be. And, 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 and they, they went out there and performed. But let, let's dive into Kyle Shanahan a little bit. What – were you expecting to see from him that you saw on Sunday? I saw Jameis Winston come into uh, the Coliseum and put up all these points on the Rams. And, um, and I also watched Jameis. I don't know if you how much of the game you watch. I was watching that film this morning. Jameis looked like he was point shaving. <laughs> Man, the way he played against Carolina, some of the decisions he made. So if they could go in and they could make those type plays, I, if, if Jameis could come in, and execute an offense against that defense, like Kyle has to find a way to be able to manufacture some points. And you look at the final score, where they were, and then I'm, but I was really looking at what they were leaving on the field. They still left points on the field. That's something we got to talk about that the offense had to stop doing. You can't throw an interception on the one-yard line. And, Kyle, I like the fact that you tried to take the bullet for your guy. Um, but that's Jimmy. Jimmy, don't throw that ball. Don't, don't throw that ball. He's got to stop throwing it. But what do I say? He threw it because it was open in practice. Yeah. And that's what Kyle basically said. You know what? I made the call. This is what we thought was going to happen. You know, so Jimmy threw it up, and, you know, the guy got it. Well, no, no, Jimmy, if you see him covered, don't throw it. <laughs> it's that simple, right? It's, it's, really, it's, it's really that simple. If you see him, if you look out there and, and Teddy Riley's, you can hear jam, old, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you hear that music playing, don't throw it. Just don't throw it if you see your guy getting jammed up. But Kyle did execute in a manner that would put points on the board. So, you know, they left, what, 13 out there, maybe 14 points? That they, at, at least, at right? Least yeah, that the they the left. interception, I, I look at the, the Marquise Goodwin drop. It was a little underthrown but, but, by yeah. Jimmy, but if 
A better pass by Jimmy. Even a catch by Goodwin with his speed, I think that's six. Uh-huh. Uh, you go to the third quarter, I believe it was. They settled for three. They settled for three, and there was and another drop in that, in that series, I do believe, It was, right? it was the, the, the Tevin Coleman was wide Coleman, open. Coleman should have scored right the there, flat, so you left right? four points. So you but, left four points right there. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, you look, so you look at – so that's what I'm saying. Kyle put them in position to score, um, and now it has to get done. See, that's the flip side I was saying about the defense. Yes, yeah, Salah had a good plan, but the guys executed. They executed the plan from start to finish. you got to get more of that offensively. That, let's go back to, to some of those miscues now. The Marquise Goodwin uh, drop. It, yeah, it, drop. It, it, it drop, right? I mean, it could have been a better throw by Jimmy, but I think that one's on Goodwin, on Goodwin right? I, I look at the Coleman – I feel like that might have been on Tevin. It looked like he that stopped. That was a drop. He stopped running. That, that was that was a drop. Um, yes, you can say, well, the ball was thrown and he had to turn and all this. That, I mean, he was in position. He had already turned. I mean, the guy he was, was there. Wide he open. was wide open. The ball was in his hands. He just dropped it. He, he just dropped it. I, you know, you can say, well, Jimmy could have thrown the ball on this side or he could have put it there. It's not like he's throwing it to a fullback. Um, you know, it, it's some. There are some players just. From an athletic standpoint, things can be a little bit more uh, difficult, even though you have an, an athletic fullback with the Niners. But still, for the most part, there are some players you have to make throws easier for. Tevin's athletic enough to make that catch. you got to make that catch. That's, that's just a drop. And so we're looking at this, and, and it seems like a lot of these issues were somewhat self-inflicted wounds, right? I mean, the, I think They the, normally are. The, the Rams' defense – they play well. Don't don't get me wrong. There's but, talent on that group. Absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, those, those plays, leaving those points on on, on the field like that, mm-hmm. that 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 can't happen. Especially you know come come playoff time. Um, you got to get that work. How, how do you how do you how, how do they go about cleaning this stuff up? Well, that's just just catch the ones that come to you. That, that's it. Catch. Don't throw the ball Eric if a guy's covered. Catch the ones that come to you. That's it. Don't worry about the ones that don't come. Catch the ones that come to you is really that simple. It's the same on defense. You guys always worry about making a play. You don't have to worry about the plays that you don't have to make. Just make the ones that you need to make, and then that's, that's how you have a good defense. Football's not that hard, man. It's not that difficult. That's the night before, I kept watching film on these two teams, and, and I don't know if you saw it or not, but 24 hours before the game, I sent out a tweet, and then I said the Rams win this game, and it won't even be that hard. Niners win this game. Uh, yeah, yeah. the Niners win this game. That's what I said. Thank you. See, that's the hits in the head again. I said the Niners. <laughs> I'm not touching and, that. and the only reason I know I said it because it's written down now, so I know I said Niners. <laughs> because it, so it's documented. So that's the only way. But I, but I did. I said the Niners win this game, and it won't even be that hard um, because of what is on film, what I thought Kyle would be able to do offensively. I wasn't sure the, 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 how he was going to try and attack that offense, but I knew he was going to. And in hindsight, I think that was very smart. Get the ball out of Jimmy's hand quickly um, and allow the other guys to make some plays. He's not trying, he wasn't trying to keep him sitting in the pocket for a long time and letting the rush get to him. Just let him get it out. And I think that's the way to, to work with Jimmy down the road. Um, the more I look at Jimmy, the more I, I know he doesn't have the arm to push the ball down the field. Um, because you because that ball that ball would good would good when yeah you know like he should have caught it definitely but it should have been a touchdown it should have been a better throw on that one but it's, 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 it's still, it still should have been he's caught. running under it he's still running it still yes it, it still should have been caught so so that one I won't say you got to catch that ball but Jimmy it, Jimmy doesn't 
I, I want that ball to be thrown out farther. I don't know if Jimmy can throw it farther. It's interesting. I, I, a couple points that that you made there that that I want to piggyback off of. You're you're going back to your tweet, right? You saying. 49ers will win this game pretty pretty easily. Pretty Not just easy. it won't be hard. I didn't think it was going to be a hard game for them to win. It felt different. This conti- this season continues to feel different, right? I, I think there was a point in time where, you know, earlier in the year we first started doing this podcast, they were, you know, maybe 2-0, maybe 3-0. You're like, okay, this game down in L.A. at the Coliseum, this this could be somewhat of a huge barometer and, and, and even a big win. Um it didn't feel like a tremendously big win. It, it felt somewhat, like you said, expected, right? Yes. Like there wasn't very yeah. much shock value. Well, if you think about it, too, this, in this. I think even on the podcast, everything sort of changed for us, and it was even before Cleveland. Uh, you, you know, sitting at that point, going after the bye, going into that bye week, I was like, okay, there's no question. They're a good football team. I'd seen enough. I, and and I'm, I started off like, let me see. I hadn't seen them win. Winning is a process. Understanding how to win. Uh, talented players understanding how to play together. It's a process. It's, 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 an, it's not as easy as just putting it on paper. I, I am on record saying, starting the year off, that the Niners did everything I think you can do in the offseason to get better. They look like they needed to upgrade at the wide receiver. They got wide receivers. They needed to get a pass rush. They did that. You you look at the linebacker position. All the things that you you would say they needed to address, they started trying to address that. Now, how are they going to play? How are these guys going to come together? I, you know, going into that bye week, you know, I said it. I was I was like Cleveland. They're supposed to smoke Cleveland, and they did. They bodied them. They were supposed to. They did. They, they were supposed to. Going, I, I, looking at the film, I saw this game. I saw what other teams had done in this Coliseum, and I was like, okay, it's not a tough road place to go into. It's like, not. I mean, Jameis put a 50-burger up on him. Like, it's not a tough place. The Niners are a good team. This shouldn't be a hard game. So, at no point did I feel like the Niners were in trouble in this game. Think about it. At, at no point did they, did they ever feel like it was going to be an issue. They came out that first drive. And the Rams were moving the ball. They go down the field. They do all this stuff. And then I was like, okay, so let's see what the Niners do. Because it's the first 15. It's scripted. How are you going to play? Now it's time to make your adjustments. Can you maintain that? No, you can't do that on the team. And they, they adjusted. Run game was squashed. Niners go right down the field, even though Jimmy throws an interception. But you're like, oh, okay. They can move the ball. I, I know the Rams are going to continue to move the ball. No, nobody continues to move the ball on this defense right now. Yeah, I mean, essentially they spotted them seven, right? It, it was a yeah. pretty pretty much a short field. Rams run, 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 run. They get all the way down there. Uh-huh. They get into the end zone. Had not seen anybody run like that against this Niners defense And then you all saw season. them adjust. And then after that, like, that was it. It was it. They adjusted. That's it. Then that's what football is about. Now, if, if there was some shock value to this one, it, it, it was the running game of the 49ers. And – we talked about some of the miscues in the passing game. Those pretty much self-inflicted, right? Either overthrows by Jimmy or, or, or guys not making mm-hmm. making catches. Speaking of making catches, I think Dante Pettis he he flashed a lot in this game for me. Made made a couple made a couple couple big catches. Had that one in the back of the end zone that um, they they ruled him outside of the end zone. But this this was kind of the impact that I thought maybe he would have coming off that Pittsburgh game. You, you know that wasn't a catch, right? The one in the back of the end zone. Yeah, he was out. 
Yeah, well, he was out. So, so it wasn't a catch. Yeah, it wasn't a catch. So you can't say he caught the ball in the back well, of the end yeah, zone. Yeah, but, but, but it was he, incomplete. But I, I like the way you, he. You can't give a guy credit for a foul ball. Well, I like the way he attacked it, though. He didn't catch it. Attack it and get your feet in. <laughs> Man, you got to stop being so soft. You you can't almost catch a ball. He went after it, though. You can't almost catch a ball. I don't care going after it. You either make the play or you don't. Everyone is going after it. That's that's the difference in being a good team and being a great team. That's the difference in being an average team and a good team. It's guys. How many guys do you have that understand that you can't almost make a play? I don't care about your effort. Great. Attaboy. Well, I I th- I effort, think it, effort doesn't I, matter. I think Results it's important do. that we continue to see strides from Dante. I think it's I think, important. I think we saw I think that it's important at the, that the we Pittsburgh can... game with the game winner. And, and, and guess, guess, now listen to what you game, said. Hold on. Hold on. Listen to what you said. At, with the game winner. With the game winner. He caught it. He caught it. He didn't almost catch it. No, he, he, he caught he it. He caught it. He attacked it, and he caught it. Okay? But Attacking it and not catching it. Doesn't are count. two different things. It doesn't I, count. I, 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 I absolutely <laughs> agree with you on that point. However, I feel like he showed a he showed a ferociousness at the wide receiver position that I haven't really seen from him so far this season. Like that wasn't the only ball that the, the non catch, as you call it, that wasn't the only ball that he attacked. I, I, I feel I like he, so I feel like about, he, I feel like he went after it. Let's talk right? about the ones he that did was only catch. supposed to be a short postscript. Well, well, no, I just. I just wanted to point that out to you. Like you, you, you can't, you can't give someone an. Adam- I mean, I'm not giving him a touchdown. No, no, no. Get caught in the no, back of the no, end I'm zone. I'm saying I don't need to get you. You know what? What you the comment made on that one is um, get your feet in. Next play. Nice job going after it. You got to get your feet well, in. Well, I mean, easier said than Next done. Next play. Easier said than done, right? I mean, but, but guess what? You didn't get your feet in. So now, great play, outstanding play. That would have been. A, that, that w- I know it's hard, and it would have been a great play if you had got your feet in. But guess what? You he didn't get his feet in. So get your feet in. Then we can talk about a great play. We, it's not a great play if you didn't get your feet in. Yeah, abs- absolutely. I I I, but, I agree with you on. I do agree. But with I do you like what he's doing. Yes. But I, yeah, I, he, I think he, I think, and I think that's the point, right? Yes. He, he he's making that plays. He's starting to something is something's happening. Well, he's getting him, right? he's, he's getting opportunities, and he's taking advantage of his opportunities, and that would have been another great. Opportunity, opportunity that would have been a great play if he had been able to get his feet in. Tough. I mean, it was good defense. Yeah. Defense got him out of bounds, and that happens. Um, it, it, it was going to take a. It was a good ball thrown to give him a chance. And now, who's going to make the play? The defense won on that one. Um, he won in Pittsburgh. I mean, was it? I, really I think he's going to. Was it really a good ball thrown though? It gave him. It gave him a chance. That that ball was thrown in, in a spot that gave him an opportunity to go up and get I mean, it in I the back like of the end zone. He had to showcase the entire vertical to get to that. One. But 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 did he get to it? Was it thrown too high? Was it, thro- was it no? Wait, no, hold on. Not nearly. Was it thrown in a spot to where he was able to get if to it? If it was thrown in a better spot, maybe gets his feet in. If it if it was if if it was thrown in a better spot, maybe if it was thrown lower, maybe it was intercepted. Maybe it was knocked down. It was thrown in a spot in which he had an opportunity to go up and get the ball, which he did. He, he did. got his hands on the ball. He, he was able to secure the catch. He couldn't get his feet he in bounds because he was pushed out of bounds. It was a good defensive play. So I can't fault the throw if he had an opportunity to make a play on it. That's that's a tough throw. That's a tough. That's a small window to put a ball in. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to knock Jimmy on that. I'm not knocking um, Goodwin. On not getting his feet down. I mean, Pettis on not getting his feet down. It's a, it was a good defensive play. Man, you just spent 10 minutes knocking him no, on, on not getting his I feet down. No, I spent 10 minutes knocking you 
talking about <laughs> it was a great try. Nobody care. I'm trying to point out to you that nobody cares. Trying doesn't matter. Almost doesn't count. You can't That's almost catch Brand- a ball. Brandy said. You can't almost catch I, a ball. You I can't almost make make a play. You either did or you didn't. If you if you want to be a, if you want to be a championship team, nobody cares about the plays that you almost made. The plays that you make are the ones that will determine whether or not you win a game. That's, that's what I'm saying. So this wasn't that Pettis. This was me trying to get that through your head. At me. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's that's how I learned how to play the game, that there was a standard that you had to play at. There was there were expectations, and those expectations don't change because you are trying. <laughs> it, 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 doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't change. It's, it's not we uh, – Eric-isms, as you said. <laughs> we win as a team. If we lose, it's someone's fault. We don't win as a team and lose as a team because if everyone did their job, we wouldn't lose. If we lose, somebody didn't do their job. And guess who that is? That's the almost made a play guy. Okay. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. That's what they taught me. Next week I'm going to get a call to to bring this man donuts. (laughs) He he didn't haze his teammates. He's just teaching them the standard. He's teaching me the standard, folks. We didn't haze. Niners, we didn't haze. That That was a waste of time. All right. So back we, to the game. We, we we get back to the. I don't even know where, where, where I don't even know what I was talking about. We were you were talking about Pettis. Oh, we're talking about Pettis. Oh, we yeah. About, pa- yes. Pettis flash, yes. right? Yeah. Um, shock value. The thing that surprised me mm-hmm. in this game, the running game for the 49ers. We we look at the passing game and some of the miscues by Jimmy G mm-hmm. and, and 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 the receivers. Those self inflicted. I got to give this Rams defense some credit. Um, with the run game, I mean they held them to. 99 yards on the ground. That's not a season load. 98 was a season load. That was at Tampa, believe it or not, uh, week one, which, interestingly enough, they, they've shown to be a good defense it, it, at times. You know what's funny, though? The, the Niners' run game is, um, is uh, clicking so well that you say they held them to 99 yards. Yeah, well, yeah. That's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, so just think about that. That's a good day because if you can run the ball – if you can be committed to the run game enough to where you can get 99 yards on it. So you got a, you had a 100-yard day rushing. That's not a bad day. You can still get your, your run action going. You can still get your play action going. You, you still have your linebackers keyed in. Um, the linebackers and safeties are keyed in on playing that run. So I, I think that, that in itself is an efficient day. It's, it's interesting how you look at it. Uh, it's it's hard. It's hard to get ninety nine yards. It's hard in to the run the ball in the NFL. It's it, hard. It is. It is hard I, to get ninety nine yards. I look at this and I, I th- we've seen this this team. I don't know if they've if if they've made this turn to becoming. I, I don't even think it, that they but they've made a turn to become a running team. I just think more people are being cognizant or paying attention to the fact that that this is a running well, no, team. College, but you see no, them no, come no, off the hills of. Two fifty nine, one sixty eight, two seventy five. The last three weeks. If you ever want to know what an offense, um, uh, what what an offense is going to be about, and what's their philosophy, just look at the puppet master. Where did he come from? Where did Kyle Shanahan? He, he get it from his daddy. Did, he wants did, to run the ball. Where did that? Thank you. Where did he learn the football? He learned his football from someone that runs the ball. They run the same system. You know, he's going to put his whistles and bells on it, but his run scheme is the same thing that Andy Gibbs put in years ago for for Mike Shanahan, and that's what he's going to do. They run the ball. Shanahan ran the ball. When Shanahan was with the Niners, when he was our offensive coordinator, Ricky Waters and um, William Floyd, they ran the ball. They, they, they ran. He went to Denver. They ran the ball. When Kyle was at, um, was at um, Atlanta, they ran the ball. 
when he when he was in charge as a, as a, as a play caller, he likes to run the football. That's a, that's a part of what. If, so that's that's a major part of it. And the passing is going to come off of the run action. So you don't think the the ninety nine yards are a cause for concern, dude? It's, it's hundred yards coming off of of, of what the what, what it, they've come from. It's a nine. It's it's they ran the ball against a good run front. And they got almost 100 yards. They got 99 yards. If they really wanted to get 100 yards, they could have run a quarterback sneak and gotten it, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, they, they ran the ball for 100 yards. They control, they, they control the, you know, the clock. They got, I mean, lots of plays. Defense was going out, getting off the field, giving them opportunities to be out there. And that's it. I don't think that's a concern. I, I, that shows a commitment to the run game. If you start backing up, First of all, you're not supposed to have the, the runs that Breida's getting and, you know, these long runs and all of the, you know, where you're getting 15-yard runs, 20-yard runs, 25-yard runs. That's not supposed to happen in the NFL. Okay? So if you have a game or two where that doesn't happen, all right. You're not supposed to have four or five of those in a game. You're just, you're just not. That's, so... I'm okay with where they were in the run game. Um, well, to, to me, it looked like some carryover from the end of that Cleveland game when Juszczyk got hurt. We, we, saw, we saw the running game kind of take a little bit of a dip after he went out with that injury, and it looked like a continuation of that for the most part. Like like you said, there were no splash plays. There were really really no pop plays. Granted, you're down two offensive linemen, um, so that obviously plays a factor. But I like I don't come into this game like I wouldn't have looked at this Rams defense as like oh this isn't a team that this Niners team can cannot run against. Um, just like the, but, I, just but, like I think they should have and could have put up more than twenty points. We addressed that already. But look at this though. We did discuss the fact going into this game. It's a divisional opponent. They know you. They know what you do well. They know what they have to stop. The Rams knew. Okay, we have to stop them from running the ball. We can't let them have two hundred yards running. You, if if you're playing against the Niners at this point, you still you have a quarterback that hasn't had a lot of games under the center. Make Jimmy beat you. I am going to make – who's the star-wide receivers? You know the number one. We know Kittle's the number one receiver. Outside of that, who, who? So I'm taking Kittle away. I'm making these receivers show me. I want Goodwin and Pettis. Show me. You guys show me that you can beat me. If I'm the defensive coordinator, Jimmy, you beat me. I'm not going to let you run the ball. That's what you're supposed to do against the Niners. And especially a divisional, a divisional opponent. When they play Seattle, they won't be able to run the ball. Well, the game plan will be to not allow them to run the ball. That's, that's going to be the game plan. You have shown that you can control a game running the ball. Don't let them do it. This is this football 101. Make Jimmy beat you until he shows you he can beat you. Then yeah, you're going to say, yeah. okay, now we, we can't do that. But that's it. It's just the way you go into a game. You, you, go, you go and you look at it. If you're playing Peyton Manning, you try to find a way to not let Peyton beat you. You try to find a way to not let Drew Brees beat you. you there are certain things you have to take away if you're playing certain teams. You're playing Brady. There are certain things you have to take away. That's just it. So I had, I'm, I'm not shocked that the Rams took that away, and I'm not freaking out 
because Juszczyk is is down. I'm, I'm just I'm just not. I'm, I see a correlation there. I, I really do. I, I don't know that I'm at the point where I'm freaking out yet, but I, I do see a correlation there. I mean, we'll 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 see what ha- if if and we'll 99 talk, yards. We'll talk about Washington later in the week. But, but if look, that becomes an issue against Washington, then I think we got a serious issue. Ninety nine yards. Okay. Um, and you left a couple of touchdowns on the field. Okay? Easily. You were in complete control of the game. There at no point, at no point were you, the way I'm saying, you're getting stuffed to a point in the run game to where it's feeling like you or your, your quarterback has to throw the ball 50, 60 times. Like we've seen, I mean, you know, where you see some of these quarterbacks this year throwing the yeah, ball almost Hoff sixty do it times earlier this year against, yes. against the Buccaneers. Yes, that, see, that's when your run game is getting stuffed. That wasn't a part of it. How many times did Jimmy even throw the ball in this game? I, I know, I know, Mister Stat guy right here. I know you, you have it. <laughs> Jimmy threw it thirty-three times. Okay, twenty-four, thirty-three, two forty-three, and interception. Okay, which is he which was is about, twice. So wait, so also thirty-three lost times. A so thir- thirty-five times. That's average now. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like you were in a situation to where you couldn't run the ball and you had to throw this ball fifty times. So, so that's what I'm saying. It's it's not. Sometimes it's not it's not necessarily that, that's average, fact. but that, that's also a season high for Jimmy. Oh, but oh, okay, but that but I'm I'm saying that's that's still average, and that's a season high for Jimmy because you weren't getting, um, you weren't having the, the twenty, thirty, forty yard clips, but you still can run the ball at a pace to where you can stay committed to it. So and that's that's the thing right now. It's it's sometimes it's the commitment to the run. When you start when you are getting stuffed, when the offensive coordinator knows it's not working, trust me, he stops running the ball. That commitment leaves and then your quarterback is throwing the ball over. That's what the Rams were trying to get to. And look, in some in some ways they got them to throw it more than normal, but they want him throwing the ball 40, 50 times. That's what you want, right? You want Jimmy to show you that he can beat you that way. Well, I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll see going forward. But to me, 99 yards, two, less than two and a half yards per rush, it's a little, little concerning for me. I, I, granted, you get out of there with the win, one we'll, we'll see. It's, it's one game. It's, it's, it's one, one game. game. But if it, we're having the divisional same. Divisional opponent on the road, one game. If, it, we're, if we're having the same conversation next week, then I, I think there's an issue. I, uh, I would expect it. I would I would expect teams to try, especially Greg Minuski. Greg Minuski is going to he's going to play an eight man front. Um, they play they'll they'll play man coverage. He's going to try to play a lot of eight man fronts. He's going to play in man under and try and make um, Jimmy figure out what to do. I don't think they're going to let him run the ball. So I won't again. I wouldn't be shocked. All right. So so we look at this and Ram, the Rams dominated at home. Right, twenty to seven. 49ers just come in there and just outclass them inside the Coliseum. Yes. And, and 20, 20 to 7, the final score, but it, it wasn't even that close. Mm-hmm. They start to make some changes. They address some things, right? They address some things on the offensive line, which we talked about last week was a huge issue, huge cause for concern for that Rams team. Um, they get some depth at the linebacker position. And I don't want to say they pull a ro- rabbit out of the hat, but – they pretty much acquiesce to the asking price of mm-hmm. the Jaguars by giving up a couple of ones 
uh, I think it was a fourth as well, to the Jaguars yeah. for Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I look at this, and I'm the Rams, I'm seeing what we did against the 49ers on Sunday. We held them to under two and a half yards per rush. Um, so I think I'm okay with, with our run defense against them. Um, offensive line, we got beat up, and that's been an issue for us the entire season. So obviously we got to try to shore that up as much as possible. Um, they're kind of depleted, and they lost some guys, you know, from, from a season ago. Um, and Jimmy G didn't really hurt them in the passing game, but there were some missed opportunities there, so they tried to shore that up with the acquisition of Jalen Ramsey. If if they're, if they're the Niners now are the standard in the NFC West and they're trying to match them, it looks like these, mo- these moves kind of correspond, uh, kind of relate to them trying to be ready for not just the Niners, but try to be ready for, you know, the rest of this NFC West, rest of, rest of their schedule, me, primarily as, as they try to get out of this, this three-game slump here. Uh, um, what, what do you think about that? I think they mortgage their future, so I think that it's a terrible trade for one. I, I We talked, we sat here, we talked about it, that neither one of us thought that trading two ones for Jalen Ramsey would, would, would be a good idea. Um, he's still under contract for next season, but – you know he wants his money, so he could end up in another holdout situation. How you heard the, the, all the moves that they they made earlier this week? What, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, first of all, you you look at it. So when we were talking about for the Niners, I didn't think it was a good trade because the first thing we said we you have to look at um, what you have. What what do you have on deck? What have you been developing? Um, how are your young players? Do you need him? Do I think he's the number one talent? Yes. Yes, of course. So one one, you get rid of him. When you start talking two ones, okay, who are you? Who won't be there? Um, because you got to start letting people go when you start thinking about, uh, you know, what what player is going to come up and fill that role, and, what, and what's the void, and, and what are you looking at, and how do you plan on running your team? Uh, for L.A., Wade needs corners. Wade Phillips. Needs corners. He does to need run corners. his to, for, to for run his, his defense. To run his defense, he needs corners. When when he has corners, his defense is good. It's really good. Yeah. When it, when he doesn't, it's not as good. And, and and to so, that point, last year when Talib went down, you saw that that defense take a huge dip. Yes, because a season ago, because that defense is designed. I played in that defense. I played. I. It's designed to put the pressure on corners you expect your corners to be able to hold up man to man even in your zone coverage you're zoning the man and you're 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 manning the guy in your zone there's no such thing as, as zone coverage whenever they have that single high safety and they play a lot of it which allows you to not be able to run the ball but it puts a lot of pressure on your corners he wants that so you give up the, you give that up I think what they're doing, they're going to, they're just re, uh, they're readdressing what's going to happen. They're going to pay Jalen, um, and they don't have a problem paying him. Um, he has how much money do they have? Um, they paid Donald. They paid Gurley. But they, but look, they paid golf. Okay, so Gurley, Gurley, we don't know where Gurley is, and I don't Cups know how much, coming up. I don't know how I don't know how much longer um, Gurley's going to be on the books. Um, you just got rid of Marcus. You don't have to pay Marcus. You have Tlaib. He's on IR. Tlaib, I doubt if Tlaib is going to be around. They may keep Tlaib because I know Wade likes him. Um, but you're going to go out there probably going to get Chris Harris. They're either going to get Chris Harris or Patrick Peterson. Uh, that's that's what the Rams – because they, ha- they have to have corners to run this offense. They need three corners, I mean, to run this defense the way he wants to run it. So, and that's what they're looking at. Uh, they're, 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 looking, they're looking at that side of the ball. 
That, that's number one. That's what Les is doing. He has his big boys up front. So as long as you have those big boys up front, you've got to be able to – there's no reason to have an Aaron Donald if you can't cover long enough to allow him to do what he does. So that's, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. So that's, that's why they're doing it. Les doesn't mind. This is someone, and the Rams have shown they don't really care about that draft equity. They don't really care. They'd rather have and, – and in some ways I'm that way. I would prefer to have a proven pro over a college possible. That's just how I look at it. I, I, I know if a guy can play in the league once I've seen him play. I don't know if any guy's coming out is going to be that. Yeah, but the flip side of that, you got to have money to pay some proven pros you can, to you can always, protect your golden arm back there at quarterback, which they don't have right now. That's their me, biggest problem right now. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Salary cap is an, is an issue and an excuse to not, play a, to not pay a player you don't want to pay. If you want to pay a player, if you need to get a player, you get it worked out. The only time the salary cap is an issue, it, remember what I said, when you don't want to pay somebody, then, well, we can't pay everyone. We have a cap problem because, you know, when Aaron Donald, you pay him, and Gurley, and you pay him, and Golf, you pay him. When Cooper Cup comes up, they're going to pay him. You find a way. You move money around. You, you, you do what you have to do. You, you give bonuses. You move money. You extend guys, whatever, whenever there's someone you need to, to pay. If you have to go out and get an offensive lineman, they're going to do it. You move the money around, that's what, especially when you have a quarterback with, with the type money that he has. You, you have a $30 million quarterback. Guess what? A signing bonus, a restructure, you can give yourself as much cap room as you want. Because you're going to guarantee that money is basically guaranteed to your quarterback anyway. He's your quarterback. He's not going anywhere. So that's what I'm saying. It's not an issue. So right now, what do you need to compete? So it's not just what they think they need to do to compete against the Rams. I think this is what, I mean, against the Niners, this is a move for what I believe less need, the, the GM believes they need to compete for a championship. Because that team and the money that you were just discussing that they've put into it, it's a win right now team. I feel like this is the year. So, so that's so that's what that's what the Rams are are doing. They, they know that there's a short window right here. Right, I feel there. like that window ends at the end of the season. Oh no, no, no! A couple years, a couple years, because you still have some young, you still have some young players, and and you and you look at what you just did. You get you get Jalen Ramsey. You have guys that are still young enough and capable enough to step right in and do what they want to do defensively and offensively. Yeah, but I look at that offense. I look at the money that they they gave Cooks. I look at. Cup being up, it looks like Robert Woods may be the odd man out next season at the end of this year Wide unless he's willing to take less. It's you, you, I, and, and I don't think you've said anything that, they, that they're not thinking about or that there's not a solution for. That's just, that's just it. Even you look, you look at right now, you look at the Niners um, and school. Capable player. Playing well. Playing very well. You're okay, he wasn't, he wasn't a, a top ten pick. He's not. A, that's, that's what I'm saying. You don't. Everyone just assumes that you have to be a first rounder to play. No, sometimes it's the faith that you have in your scouting department. Well, it's those the rounds three through five where you really, that's, you, that's, you really get, get the so meat bones, the meat potatoes you, of your team. If you're going to be, if you're going to be a good team, you can't miss on your first rounders. And guess what happens? I know I didn't miss on one of my. If I'm less need, I know I didn't miss on one of my first rounders because one of those first rounders is Jalen Ramsey. So I know I didn't miss on him. 
So, so that's, that's a part of it. You have to be right with your first rounders. How, how does he fit into Wade's scheme? He, he being oh, Jalen Ramsey. Man. He can just go play man. And, yes, he can play. And, and Wade's going to ask him to do that. Wade wants to be able to line up across the board and, and play man-to-man coverage. If I can line up across the board and play man-to-man coverage, I can do whatever I want to do to you defensively. I, whatever I want to do. I can, if, I can, if I can put a body on a body in, in, on, on your speed, guys, that's why the Niners – Is that essentially what they're doing in Jacksonville? That's what, that's what the Niners um, – well, they, they kind of switch some things up right now. But, but that's what Wade likes to do. If you look at that team that beat the beat the um, Panthers in the um, in the Super Bowl, that's what they were capable of doing. Across the board, I can put a body on a body on your receivers, and if I can do that, there's no, there's really nothing you can do because I can let the other guys just play the run. If I have the faith that my guys can cover your guys one on one, you can you can dictate what's going on. George Seifert told me that. Once you know that people always talk about, and he always, and it was funny because he always drafted big defensive linemen. It was always get a big body, an athletic guy to go. That was always what he wanted to get early on. But George told me he said this is the thing, because you know he's a defensive mind, and he said I knew that if you control, he he said he said offensively, he said if this is the way you look at it, he said people say build a team from the from the inside out. He said no, it's outside in. He said, because if, I can, if your wide receivers can't be covered one-on-one, he said, then it dictates what I have to do defensively. Because now I have to double these guys. I have to find a way to stop them. So it, it dictates what I do. He's, and vice versa, if I can cover your wide receivers one-on-one, now I dictate what you do. Because I can do whatever I want to do with my defense, and now it's gonna, how you protect is going to affect your scheme. So th- that's, what Wade, that's his philosophy. How are we talking about the Rams so much? Well, the Niners <laughs> beat the Rams, just outclassed them inside the Coliseum, 20-7, to 7, and, and essentially forced them to change their whole roster. That may not be true, but that's the story that I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> so so th- that was that. It was the, the beatdown that, that forced Les Snead to pick up the phone and start making some calls and working his future and everything I, else. You so, must have seen my tweet. I, I said that it's, it's funny. It made them go change their whole secondary. And, and what it was, that third that third loss. Yes, that third loss made Marcus them. Marcus Peters gone, entered Jalen Ramsey, which I, I, one for one, I would take that trade any day of the week. However, um, I don't know. You give up two ones and a four. Now, Marcus Peters is a very talented player, but he's not. Um, um, well, you he's, talked about he's, it. He's, he's not, he's the not disciplined. He's not enough, the most right? disciplined. So yes. that's why but he's an incredible it's, talent. It's feast or famine with him. Yes, and right? and then that's something that I that Wade probably had an issue with. Um, I'm sure that came of the shock. He's he's such a talented player. He I mean he's a Hall of Fame talent, uh, but. You bring in Jalen, you have an opportunity to be just as good at one of those positions, and let's just see what they do down the road. Right now, Niners, I, I was asked this this morning um, on, on an interview, and I said the Niners don't need to concern themselves with the Rams. Well, you can't. You, well, you played the Rams, you beat the Rams. I said they don't need to concern them any more than they have to play them again on their schedule, but they should be looking beyond that. I'm like, they're a better team than the Rams right now. They're a better team uh, than Washington, and I know we'll get into that later in the week, but they are, they are better teams. So right now it's just focusing on what you have, guys getting healthy, and guys continuing to get better. Rams have, Rams have given up their entire secondary, their entire defense, 
half their offensive. All right, I'm kidding. I'm I'm exaggerating a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you are. But yeah, you they, are. Uh, <laughs> they they made some major moves as a result of of the the whooping they took at the hands of the 49ers. So 20 to seven, the final. Niners will take on Washington uh, coming up here week seven. We'll have that preview for you later in the week. Um, also, we'll get to your tweets later in the week as well. A lot of you guys uh, tweeted out at, at my man ED here, and, and so we'll get to some of those later in the week as well, get you guys involved in the podcast. So for ED, I'm Rashawn. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We'll see you in a couple days. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.